for this year 2018 and I'm not going to be satisfied until I get to my goal my goal being uh, 18 I'm sorry my goal for 2018 being 12 episodes of this podcast and then transitioning into something bigger and better if even if that be a different type of podcast or a different art form altogether so again uh, my bad on the time frame that it has been since the last episode uh, but because now we are in the fourth quarter of 2018 it's crunch time and I need to go ahead and be on the move so that I can get to my goal by the end of the year that being said this podcast is going to be another tribute to five things that I find just increasingly irresistible awesome outstanding something that i actually found out about because i slipped down a rabbit hole on youtube and now we're here type of the type of thing so uh yeah i guess about um i want to say a year ago it, it can't be more than a year ago it, well i take that back it may be uh a year and a half ago because at the time that I found out about this um, piece of art, I will say a cult classic, it was well into the second season of the, um, the production uh, of this thing. So I may have heard about it in passing. And as you may know from the, uh, the title of this, I'm talking about Insecure, uh, the beautiful brainchild, the baby of... My girl, my best friend, Issa Rae. Yes, I'm claiming her as my best friend because that's how it starts. And um, Larry Wilmore. And so they are uh, in production of this this awesome thing. But how I found out about it, actually how I found out that it was a good thing to watch, was the fact that the episodes were actually posted on YouTube. Yes. So it may have started out uh on hbo i really don't know how it all came about as far as the first season was concerned but the the first season was definitely posted on youtube and so one day like i said just trolling scrolling surfing on the on the internet i came across one of the episodes i may have jumped in at the middle and i decided hey wait whoa 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 i need to scoot all the way back and start at number one and then it may have been a weekend or a, maybe a weeknight. And I watched as many episodes as my little eyeballs could take. 
and then maybe the next night finished them up and decided, hey, um, if this is on the, the internet, maybe there's more. And sure enough, I found out that there were more episodes of season two on HBO. And at that time, I had full cable channels and I had access to HBO. And so I watched the second season as well. And by that time, after you watch um, 16 episodes or something, you're pretty much hooked into you know the the plot line the characters you are engaged fully engaged by the content so at any rate that's how i started but today's podcast is about five things that i have encountered for the season three and i just want to tell you about them because usually what happens is uh when i talk to people that i know friends family uh, about things that i'm just excited about or I have a, a new affinity or a new obsession about, usually they just do not have, they have not heard of, or they just not into what I'm into at the time. So this is my way of releasing all those energies into the the, the blogosphere, the, inner, the, the web sphere, the internet, and just kind of tell everybody why I think it's so great. That being said, let's start off with the number five reason why I think Insecure Season 3 is the bomb.com, right? All right, uh, number five uh, is the casting. Okay, I love who is a part of this ensemble and the types of characters that they play. So um, this being... Um, I don't want to give any spoilers, and I don't really know everybody's name, but I will say that the top two characters, the main characters, are played by my best friend, Issa Rae, and Yvonne Orji, and they are, uh, Issa plays her own namesake, and uh, Yvonne plays Molly. And so they are the two main characters, and of course they have a ensemble of many, many more characters that they are actually exploring their, I would say, early to mid, and then maybe some late 30s, um, a generation of which I have uh, passed. I will say that safely, that I have uh, already experienced my 30s, but I love this look into adulting in this perspective i love it i identify with it i identify with a lot of the characters as far as the female characters are concerned and i identify with a lot of not personally but i identify or have seen or have um encountered a lot of the male perspective or the male characteristics of the other characters so like i said the casting is on point the types of characters the um the backstory the the way that they have fully described and developed these characters it's just on point and that's why you know one of the, the main reasons that i love uh insecure all right moving on down the list to number four would be the script okay and anybody can say, yeah, character scripts, yeah, that, that's why they love a certain show. But it's not just what they say in this production, but I love the fact that they have this, what I call, dialogue versus inner dialogue perspective. 
And so a lot of times as a human or as an adult or as a person, we'll talk to people, but then we also have this internal what I think or what I'm saying or how I'm feeling. And I love the fact that they have incorporated the inner dialogue uh, with um, Issa's character. And in some cases with other characters, it just depends. But a lot of times, um, or in, even in um, Tiffany's character, uh, Tiffany's play by uh, my other best friend, Amanda Seals, uh, they will, she, she will say, eventually she may say what she's really feeling, what's really going on uh, with her, but it may not be um, that introspective, that inner dialogue effect, but it will definitely eventually come out. Uh, in their dialogue so I really love the fact that they have not only their the script has a dialogue but it also expresses inner emotions and inner dialogues and how they interact with each other it's very awesome it's a serious type of drama however because we are real people they are real people I see I'm saying that we like I'm a part of this uh, but I've watched it so much, I feel like I can connect with a lot of the characteristics. But they are, um, they're expressing such real uh, issues and experiences that it is, it has a lot of comedic parts because real life is funny. And so sometimes that inner dialogue, you may not even want to say it, uh, or you may not want to express it out loud, but it is hilarious. Or some of the things that you do say out loud when you are having an intimate conversa conversation with a friend or a colleague or something, you want to keep the atmosphere lighthearted. Not really punchline jokes, but things that happen naturally in life and within the, the boundaries of these um, these different characters. So I love it. At any rate, number four was definitely my favorite would be the scripting um three my third favorite thing is the cinematography i don't even know if you can call it cinematography it's not a a, a motion picture but it is a a series a, a a hbo series and so just the fact that i feel like everything that they show the the, the plot and the Everything that they're they're presenting is a part of the landscape of Los Angeles, California, in the United States, if you're not aware of LA. And I like the fact that they get these aerial shots and they get these landmarks and they talk about different places and they talk about their city in a loving way. I think Issa actually mentions the fact that it is a love letter to LA in one of the... Um, the wind down episodes and we'll talk about what a wind down is too but definitely i love the aerial shots the visuals of the city and the real landmarks they talk about real places and real things not only in episode in season three but in all the seasons and so i really give it um its props because of that um and now let's go on to number four hey i'm sorry not number four Number two, my top two. I wrote it in, in reverse chronological order because that's what I do. All right, so number two. And this is a thing that is like, if you had a cake, then this would be the icing on that cake, right? So there's this thing called the show within the show. I mean, it's just genius. 
first of all, you're watching the dialogue and the episodes and you're waiting for different characters and you want to see the plot twist and what goes on next and next and next. But then they had the audacity, the foresight, the genius to put something on the television in the background to allow the characters to actually experience something in real time that also further connects them all together. And it is a, a cultural, um, it also addresses a cultural uh, activity or icon of the, the sitcom, the 90s sitcom, because the, the show within the show for this season is called Kevin, and it's spelled, <laughs> to me this is kind of funny, it's spelled K-E-V apostrophe, apostrophe Y-N. Kevin and so it kind of shouts out and they have the intro sequence that they did the intro sequence you can see that um, where it looks like a 90s throwback and then they make mention of it as a reboot and the fact that all the characters in one form or another are either watching it on television in their homes or their apartments or they're streaming it on their their cell phone one cell one scene is where somebody's streaming it on their cell phone because that's how we view content these days so it's really amazing it's really fun the fact that they not only have the series what we are watching but they have the show behind the show to me that's kind of cool it's like layers on layers on layers it is it shows it speaks to our cultural uh cues and symbolism and the things that we have embraced as um you know individuals as a part of our culture and i don't want to just say um a black culture thing but just things in general people do watch television shows and things that connect us are the fact even now this podcast we are i am talking to you and you are listening because you have some type of interest in it or you're interested in what i'm speaking about but these are the things that culturally tie us together and so i really love the fact that they incorporated that in the show all right now here's my number one thing and before i start saying the number one i just want you to know it is not this is not the mutually exclusive list there's so many other things that i love about this show um, but I just want to keep it to five things because I don't want to go off the deep end and become a, a, a lunatic, an obsessed, compulsive person who cannot contain their enthusiasm for something. But this is just my way in a few minutes to just really let it all out. All right. Number one, the top thing that I love about Insecure is the fact that they have these things called wind downs, W-I-N-E. D-O-W-N-S. Okay, so a wind down is a little segment at the end of or after the episode has aired. The fact that the creators, the writers, and sometimes the actors that are playing the characters actually sit on a couch and kind of discuss lightly while they're sipping some type of alcoholic beverage. Sometimes wine. I don't know what else they could be drinking. But they're talking about what has happened in a recap of the show and so i like it because not only do you get to watch it but you get to hear from the creators hear from the artist hear from the um 
from the actors and actresses how they were feeling during that moment. So I really love it. Their their interpretation is always different. Sometimes they catch things that I didn't see. Sometimes I see things in a different way. And I really just want to go through the minutia of all of it right away. So they have these things called wind downs that you can actually watch on HBO on demand or however you get your HBO shows. And this is not a, <laughs> they're not sponsoring this, but I mean, if they want to sponsor this episode, then great. Um, my email address is going to be in the description. They can send me over a couple of checks if they want to. But at any rate, the wind down to me is a great addition to, um, and again, it's more icing on the cake. Kevin was a part of the show within the show. And then we got the, the show after the show, actually, which is the wind down. All right, and so it's actually um, a part of, and then for me to wrap it all up, because I love all these things about the show, I would be remiss if I didn't leave you with some additional, like, links, you know, and so there are podcasts that really discuss and go into more detail about the Insecure by season by season if you don't already know if you don't know what a podcast is it's just you know you know what a podcast is but people who have been paid to actually talk about the show would be um would be um my girls they're not really my best friends they're like uh some good cool friends i would say um hey friend hey and crystal uh they have this podcast called insecurity spelled insecure with a tea at the end that is a really good podcast to listen to they go episode by episode by episode all the way back from season one to now and then there are other websites that actually um will kind of maintain some of the things that you know are incorporated in insecure Issa ray has her own production company uh it's called Issa ray productions okay and she has a website, and she has tons of awesome videos on YouTube. I would say Google Issa Rae Productions, go on YouTube uh, and search Issa Rae Productions, and you'll see. Uh, she also has this thing called Short Film Sundays. She will not be a part of the the cast, but there are people who are part of her production company who actually have some really good well thought out awesome content you may see some other youtubers you'll see some individuals that maybe you're familiar with some people that you may want to follow in the future i personally um found out about um another one of the people on insecure uh tiffany the character tiffany is played by amanda seals she has her own web series which is excellent and she also has some other content that is she is a stand-up comedian and she has her own uh shows that are going across the country so i i really would recommend that you follow her on youtube and on um the social media sites as well and so again i don't want to do, i'm not doing any spoilers but i think this discussion uh, merits a part two so after the break, I'm going to break down a few other issues that I feel are going on with Insecure. And um, 
yeah so i still want to talk about it just a little bit more not just the five things but one bonus thing that i really feel like we need to talk about all right so after the break we'll get into it <laughs> hey 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 listen i really really like you too and i know you like me but the only way i'm gonna find out is if you click the like button or the thumbs up or the happy face or some stars or i don't know swipe right however your streaming service allows you to indicate that you really dig what's going on so again like subscribe and perhaps share in fact do share because that's the only way we're going to get the word out then five things of mine can be five things of yours and five things for someone else then the world is a much happier place you dig all right thanks for hanging with me for this bonus extra um part of the episode listen i i couldn't let it go i had five things that i really 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 am digging on uh insecure season three however there are a couple of things that i would like to add one of those a couple of things being like pet peeves um first of all episodes so this um series I love and for me I like binge watching things so honestly I've waited till now to talk about insecure because I really just wanted to wait until all the episodes were up online so that I didn't have to wait a whole week and go through a draw <laughs> call me you know selfish or um, I don't know what you want to say but I just could not bear the thought of waiting a week between episodes so I felt like my strategy was to just wait until all the episodes were up and then start watching them. And it worked out pretty cool for me because I watched like a two or three one day, one night and a few the next night, waited a couple of days, you know, just to kind of digest what I would um, encountered and then watch the final episode. Uh, and I also got a chance to listen to the podcast uh, between uh, the episodes uh, the following days, like at work or while I was uh at the gym so it all worked out pretty good um however i need more episodes y'all okay hbo or whoever else is uh in the higher echelon of things that happen on tv i need y'all to make more episodes happen per season it just seems to me that uh game of thrones uh i looked it up i googled it there were 10 episodes per season yes game of thrones and <clears throat> i'm sure there may be a lot more fans there may be a larger fan base but insecure is growing and i do feel as though we could definitely use 10 episodes we could uh develop characters more we could um enjoy more plot twists i mean that it's endless as far as the options are concerned uh definitely would love to have more episodes per season um i would i mean i would also go to say that there's some other top shows that are streaming on hbo uh that have more episodes per season and i know this just seems like a small niche cult classic type of audience but insecure is is fabulous and I I just feel like the more episodes the more uh, 
advertisement that you you know the longer time that you can advertise this content and more people will be drawn to it so that would that would just be my suggestion okay the second thing is for the characters uh two of them tiffany um everybody has that friend that um or i get the fact that they have this friend that they pretty much crack on or not necessarily make the butt of the jokes but is like the person who is um just a different vibe she brings a lot uh, a different type of vibe to the group and is a different um uh i mean i just don't want to say better or worse or bougie but you know that's just what it is uh, a more of a bougie flair to their uh girl group circle and I just feel like they haven't really nurtured that those relationships enough. They show the side where they are kind of dismissive of her a whole lot more than the fact that they are loving on her or they value their relationship with her. And so I know they try their very best when uh, near the end of the season where they decided to they decided to show up at her baby shower and let's just do her a favor by getting there a little early. Nobody called and said, "Hey Tiff, you know, we want you we want to know do you need any help? Should I bring anything?" It was more of, "Let's just do this chick a favor and show up a little early." I just don't feel like they extended her the love uh as a a true friend or as, you know, these the baby's aunties because if these are her best friends they're supposed to be the aunties of the baby right or the theoretical aunties it just doesn't seem like based on how they present her it doesn't seem like they really love they really love tiffany and so my suggestion would be they need to develop those relationships they develop the side where they are cracking on her or jonesing on her or saying they left her out of the text group chat you know or have a group chat without her much more than they show the fact that they love her and why they're friends and why you know it just feels like they ain't really friends with tiffany and i don't appreciate that if you're gonna have her in your group then be a real friend don't be a fake friend and i just feel like um tiffany is a specific type of person it takes a lot to love someone who is not a you know uh, just a real round the way type of girl. She's she has a lot of walls around her, and so definitely I just feel like they should do more to develop that the the real side of the character and the establish why those characters are friends and the fact that they, they should have stronger ties based on maybe a backstory or what happened when they were in college and just kind of go into those uh that storyline a little bit more which would really uh fill up some more of those episodes uh, episodes 9 10 11 and 12 of a series uh, if you ask me develop stronger relationships especially with the tiffany character okay now the other one uh kelly i say uh, i'm loving kelly i really would like to see uh, a spinoff or you know how back in the 90s <laughs> we used to have spinoffs of shows that were like uh like full house and uh what was it the one with um urkel 
Family Matters. Yeah, I mean, there were so many uh, spinoffs of great shows. And so I would like to see, you know, in my mind, a spinoff just developing Kelly's character and her world. I want to see where she lives, the other people that she interacts with during the day. I don't know if her lines are strictly scripted or she is um, actually, you know, just off the top of her head coming up with those one-liners. But everything that Tiffany said, uh, not Tiffany, Kelly says is freaking gold. Honestly, the things that happen to her, I'd be like, when is Kelly coming back on the screen? She is amazing. She is fun. She is funny. And she is, to me, a character for a whole nother, I would say, even a series of a sitcom. And that would be, like, totally mind-blowing to have a a series that is a, 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 a dramedy have a spinoff that is a strict comedy to me that would be awesome so at any rate that those are the three things that I felt like uh you know I just had to have extras not necessarily things that are um part of the storyline but things that I really would like to see uh happen in the future more episode more episodes in the series per series yeah per season um and then Develop Tiffany's character. Show love. I don't think y'all really love Tiffany. And I personally love Amanda Seals and her character as a real, her real person. So giving her a little bit more screen time and developing who she is intrinsically for that character would be, to me, it would be only fair, honestly. Because why have a friend if you're not going to show why they're friends? Uh, and then, like I said, Kelly, she just needs her, her whole own little world, her whole little spinoff for real. All right. And listen, if you agree with or don't agree with any of the things that I've said today, uh, please, please add to the conversation. Uh, drop the comments. I'll have some links in the description on ways that you can reach me personally. You can at me. You can Instagram me. You can... Um, Facebook no maybe not Facebook but definitely tweet at me and so yeah that's it for this uh this podcast I really really enjoy talking about this topic so much so if you enjoy this definitely keep the conversation going on anchor.com you can actually send me a voice clip and with that I can include it on my next cast. Isn't that amazing? Hey, technology, right? So do so. I would definitely love to share your thoughts, uh, not just in the the blog and the vlogosphere, but in audio and in real time. So again, um, have a great rest of your day. I look forward to talking to you again really soon because I got to get the rest of my episodes out so I can make my goals for 2018. All right. Exactly. All right. Take care. Bye-bye.